Welcome to the Stubborn Tortoise Podcast. I'm Donna Pazdera. Well, this weekend I had a little bit of an adventure, and we all know that trail racing is all about the adventures, so let's get into it. So on Saturday, <laughs> I had this number in my mind, because, you know, I did 13 last Saturday and then four on Sunday, and I was like, oh, gung-ho, you know, but uh, some reason, for some reason this week, or this past week, I don't know, I just wasn't feeling it as much again, and I'm like, oh no, not this again, but well, I took Monday off, and then Tuesday, I was ready uh, to go run, and it was going to be raining, and I was like, well, I don't mind running in the rain, but then, <laughs> and then it just started flashing lightning, and oh my god, it was really bad, I mean, my cats were hiding underneath the bed, which they almost never do during a storm, and then my electric uh, electricity went out, and uh, yeah, so that was kind of a, I was like, oh, not going to do that. I, mean, I lived in Florida long enough to know that you just do not fool around with lightning, you know, and, you know, way too many stories about people getting struck by lightning and getting killed or just you know, really seriously injured and whatnot, and yeah, and <laughs> a little aside, I can remember in grad school because didn't really have a lot of money because I was in grad school and uh, I rode my bike to school and I had a class and it was you know Florida it rains or storms pretty much every afternoon in the summertime or you know late spring and I uh, I had a class that I was in and then I had to go over to another building and teach my class or my lab that I was teaching you know like a little ways away and so I took my bike over there <laughs> And I swear it's like probably one of the few times I think I've seen my life flash before my eyes, literally, because there was this giant, you know, strike of lightning in front of me, you know, maybe about, you know, 20 feet away and really scared the hell out of me. But I was just like, okay, got to get over there, teach my class, you know, can't be afraid. But ever since then, I've been, you know, pretty respectful of, of lightning. And so, anyway, there I go. I'm off on a tangent again. Imagine that. But, um, yes, kids, don't play around with lightning. It is it is not cool. And, again, being a veteran of 15 years living in Florida, um, yeah, it's just nothing to fool around with. So, anyway, long story short, so Tuesday, I didn't get to run. And then on Wednesday, I did get out and I did a few miles. And then that evening, I returned to my gym to teach um, my indoor cycling class, which was, <laughs> um, yeah, which was kind of cool. But it was it was full, and it kind of kind of freaked me out a little bit. I mean, full being eight people, and it was my first time being back at the gym um, since you know mid March. And so I mean, it'd been over three months and. So I had to, you know, kind of reacquaint myself with the stereo system. And, you know, I haven't taught the class, you know, again, for several months. And even though I, I you know, I knew the, the routine and, and the music and all that, I was still kind of, I had to still kind of write out some notes for myself so I wouldn't get messed up. But, um, but it was cool. I mean, at first it was a little frightening. You know, we were all wearing our masks and trying to help set people up. And this one woman, I had to help set her up and um, I made her you know, step away from the bike, and I just got a, a paper towel and some uh, spray, and just touched her, the, the knobs to uh, lower the, the stem of the bike seat, 
um, you know, just to kind of get her set up and then let her return. <laughs> yeah, it's just a brave new world out there. That's all I can say. But, and then once we we were, you know, a couple of minutes before class, one of my people was like, can we take off our masks? I'm like, well, yeah, of course. And I said, are you guys cool with let me letting me leave the door open? Because we had ceiling fans on, which I know in some schools of thought, that's probably like a nightmare scenario. But I felt like if we left the, the, the doors open to the um, room, it would probably dissipate droplets and whatnot. And um, so that's what we did. And pretty much everybody faces out anyway. So I don't know. I didn't, I didn't feel too scared or anything like that. And, you know, they loved the class. We had fun. Um, you know, I, I, it was nice to be back. It was good to see some people that I hadn't seen in a while. Um, but... Yeah, so this week, we'll see what happens. Um, and to be honest, you know, later this week, I started to get really kind of down again because, yeah, good old Texas, we are one of those fun states that's got a spike in cases. And even in San Antonio, where our, you know, county and city leaders had really done a yeoman's job in terms of keeping everybody pretty much safe and, and, and trying to do the right thing and all that. And then unfortunately, we have a governor who was just sort of like, hell, let's open everything up. And, you know, we have a lieutenant governor who is literally quoted as saying there's more to life than living. And yeah, so, <laughs> so with that kind of people, those kind of people in charge, it's sort of hard to, you know, navigate that that landscape and then we have like a state attorney general who was also wanting to crack down on on uh city and county leaders who wanted to be a little bit more cautious and you know just like open everything up but of course as you probably know by now we uh are yeah they they close bars again um <laughs> here's a little interesting <laughs> Here's a little interesting little tidbit. I, I don't know. They they say bars can stay open until noon. And I'm like, wow, I didn't even know bars could be open until noon. And, you know, any bars were open in the morning. But apparently this is a thing. And, um, yeah, so there's that. And then I think they took restaurant capacity from 75% to 50%. But still, there's just a truckload of people getting this stuff. And dying and you know my friends who work in the medical field are all telling me that just really wear the mask be cool try not to you know go crazy on this because you know this is really a thing and you know I'm seeing stories where hospitals are getting over you know they're having capacity overflow um, I saw something this morning on the news that said I think there's one hospital in Houston, as of yesterday, they were like at 80% capacity. And then by this morning, it was at 95%. So this stuff is no joke, folks. So, and again, you may not uh, even know you have it. And I think that's the other really scary part about it. And, um, and I know the protests, while very important um, and, and necessary, probably has, have done very little in terms of containing this mess. So I don't know. I have this feeling that we're probably going to end up getting locked down again. And here's my theory. Okay. And, you know, I sound, I sound like I should have a tinfoil hat on my head. Maybe I should. But 
Here's my theory. We should lock everyone down, get everyone tested, just figure out who is at least carrying this thing. And I'm not an epidemiologist, okay? So just hear me out. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, test everybody. And if you are asymptomatic, then quarantine yourself for, you know, 14 days. If you are symptomatic, then quarantine yourself. And if you're not, then, you know, you might be able to be part of this, you know, gradual reopening again. And I, I think that's really the only way that we're going to get this under control because we're not going to kick its butt or, you know, obliterate it. But I, I do think that there are ways that we can probably mitigate some of the uh, damage being uh, done right now. And, um, you know, we just we just went right back to the, you know, <laughs> kind of like in Jaws, you know, everybody went right back to the ocean and, you know, there's still sharks out there. So, um, you know, we, we even though we want to wish it away, that's not going to work, you know. And, and here's another funny little story. Um, one of my former students uh, is now in New Zealand and uh, she posted some photos this morning, I think on Instagram, and nobody's wearing masks. Everybody's like, you know, kind of crowded together. Everything's cool. You know why? Because they did, they did it the right way. I realize they are an island community or an island country, but it kind of made me jealous in a way because I was like, God, why can't we get our act together? So anyway, and you know, let's please not politicize this thing because let's face it, this virus does not know or care what your political party is or where you live or anything or, you know, which, you know, county line or city line or state line you live in. You know, it, it just doesn't matter. So I just think people need to continue to remain vigilant. And yeah, it sucks. I mean, I'm not happy about this, but no one is. And we just have to kind of exercise a little bit more patience. Sorry, I didn't mean to like turn that into a a lecture. <laughs> but anyway, um, but, th but this is this is where I'm going with my story in terms of, yeah, some of my running last week kind of went back to, again, um, just, I don't know, again, you know, kind of fighting those mental demons or just trying, you know, where it takes so much energy emotionally and intellectually to get through each day. Sometimes, I just have to unplug a little bit. And to be honest, it's okay in my book to kind of have an off week if you had a really strong week the week before, because this week I feel a lot better. So we'll get into that in just a moment. So anyway, on Saturday, uh, you know, I had a couple of other little runs here and there, but you know, nothing exciting. I, I, it wasn't anything like the week before, but so on Saturday, I had this number in my head, let's do 14 and I was trying to figure out where to go. And it's been raining like crazy here. And I didn't feel like going out to um, McAllister because it gets really muddy out there. And I just, you know, I, I knew it was going to take forever. And so I had this crazy idea that I would go out to Eisenhower Park, which is, um, again, this, this pretty challenging place. But there's there's a, a one mile up and one mile down hill repeat thing that you can do. And I thought, well, maybe I'll just do hill repeats for, you know, 14 miles. And then, of course, by the time it got to be Saturday, narrowed that number down to 10 and then finally six but it kind of worked out because I, I met Maria we have put each other in the other person's bubble so to speak so um, she's the only one I'm letting in and I'm the only one she's letting in which I feel so honored by but um, so anyway we were we were out at Ike and I was attempting to run and my stupid knee started hurting again I don't know what is going on with this thing but 
nonetheless, we were, you know, this this thing gets it it's it's pretty steep. It's but it's kind of like this um I don't know, it's like caliche or something with rocks and stuff. So it, it drains pretty quickly. So it, it wasn't muddy. And so, you, but it gets some pretty good elevation. So I thought, well, that'll be good, you know. And so we started to run and then I was just like, oh God, I can't do this. So we kind of settled on uh, hiking and I was trying to keep like a 15 minute pace um, because I can do that pretty well, you know, for the most part, depending on the Altitude, altitude, sorry, elevation. <laughs> we don't have altitude here. We just have elevation, and it's not even anything to get that excited about. But for me, it's it still affects me. <laughs> but anyway, um, we, you know, we did a couple of, we did a loop, and then she's like, do you want to see a really big hill? And I'm like, well, yeah, of course. You know? And so she took me off, off the trails, and then we kind of looked up off on this other trail that's really outside the park limits and I mean this thing looked like it went to heaven I mean it was just like whoa and she goes yeah I see that and I'm like hey let's do it and she's like really and I'm like yeah why not we should and it kind of, it's kind of like a jeep road so it's not super duper technical I mean it, it's definitely has some loose rock you know so you have to be careful it's kind of like that stuff at uh hill country state natural area and um <laughs> we got on that thing and oh my goodness but it really it was more intimidating to look at from afar than it was once you're on it and so um I forget how how long of a stretch this thing was but it was it got up to over 1200 maybe even 1300 feet of elevation and which again, you know, here that's kind of a lot. And, you know, and we ended up, I mean, my run that day or my, whatever you want to call it, my workout that day, ended up with over 650 feet of elevation gain, which is quite a lot. And so, but yeah, so we we got up there and it was like, huh, now coming down, that's going to be the hard part. And of course we were, you know, thinking about my friend Louisa, you know, who, as you probably may remember, uh, you know, broke her ankle sliding downhill at a race in January, and I'm still waiting to hear back from her because she was supposed to get cleared by her doctor today about whether or not she can start running again, and I'm really hoping, so let's send some good vibes her way. Um, but anyway, we made our way down, but it was, <laughs> that was our adventure, and I, you know, it's sort of like, yeah, of course, we could have played it safe and just not done it but it's like why not I mean life's life is short and yeah there's a lot of danger out there right now but to me this was worth it and so I feel like yeah and it was fun and we lived to tell about it and you know had a good story to tell and my god the walking sticks were out there it was the craziest thing I kept screaming because I kept seeing these things moving on the ground and and didn't know what they were and you know and then I realized it was a walking stick but these suckers were fat I mean they were I don't know what in the world they were eating or what they were living on but oh my goodness it was crazy so yeah so there was that and uh, no snakes thank god um yeah but it you know overall it was a really it was a really fun experience and um yeah and so this morning late this morning, I did four miles on the river walk and was really happy because I, even though it's slow, I kept my pace pretty consistent. Um, <clears throat> I will admit it was around a 13 minute mile and yeah, it's kind of slow, but I, I did walk run. So, um, 
but it was okay. I mean, I didn't feel like I was dying or anything like that. There was a nice breeze, even though it was hot as could be. And I, uh, you know, sweated up everything. But yeah, so there's that. And then um, on Wednesday, we start the Trans-Texas, oh God, virtual race. I think that's what it's called. And um, so there's that. And uh, yeah, and so so there's all that to look forward to. On Saturday, I signed up because they had the the Tejas Trails had its sign up a thon, or I'm not sure if that's really what they call it, but I uh, signed up for Wild Hair 50K um, because it's my favorite race of the year and I really need a 50K at that point. If I plan, you know, if Brazos Bend 50 Mile and Snowdrop 100 Mile are going to happen later this year. At this point, I don't think anyone knows. Um, I did watch a video this morning uh, featuring Rob Goyan, the race director for Trail Racing Over Texas. And he kind of hinted that there might be some changes coming uh, regarding the late summer, fall races. And I'm just kind of bracing for that. It's like, oh, God, I feel like all I've done is pay for races that I'm not going to do this year. <laughs> and, you know, I mean, hopefully I can just defer them or get credits or something um, for future races. But it's like, you know... It's hard. I mean, no one's no one's getting any younger, but it's also hard because you're thinking, God, you know, if I I don't want to be you know too old to keep doing this stuff, and you know, I hope I can maintain you know the fitness and and uh, mental toughness that's required to do these kinds of races if this goes on for another year. And I mean, at this point, I'm kind of bracing for that. So, but we'll find out tomorrow a little bit more about that one. Um, yeah, so it's 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 been a little more kind of a downer, but I'm trying to stay optimistic. Um, I just, I don't know, I'm, I guess I tend to be a realist about all this, and, and just that I think we need to really just lock down, figure out what's going on, and then reopen. I think that really, in my mind, at least from what I've read and watched, that seems to be the most sensible thing. I mean, it's certainly not the most fun, and I don't really want to do it either, you know? I mean, let's face it, I don't enjoy it either, especially because I'm living by myself, you know? I've got two cats in my house, and I've got <laughs> my feral cat colony outside. I'm the weird cat lady, and, you know, I talk to people and, and talk to my neighbors and all that sort of thing. So, I mean, it's not like I'm lonely, but, you know, I mean, I really am excited about the idea of going back and doing on trail racing for reals, but it's kind of hard to do that if you've got this, you know, crazy virus that no one really is sure about, and you don't really want to go out there and just, you know, throw caution to the wind, and just go, well, have at it, you know? I mean, I don't think that's a very good idea either, um, but I don't know. So we'll see. We'll see. But like I say, I, I, I try to stay optimistic. I'm just, I'm excited about the virtual race because um, I've got four teammates and I, and we're going to, you know, run across Texas virtually and, uh, you know, in the next few months. And, you know, so that'll be kind of fun and give us a goal or something to work on. And um, yeah, so outside of that, um, I think that's all I've got for now. Sorry for the lecture about how I feel about certain things, but hey, you know me, I'm authentic, and I'm going to tell you what I think, and uh, you don't have to agree with me or anything, but oh, also, one last thing, by golly, boy, I sound like 
some sort of dork. But anyway, really, you, yes, you, who is listening to this thing right now, I need you to go over to Apple Podcasts and rate this thing, okay? Give me a review. Give me some stars. Give me some feedback, okay? I know somebody did a couple weeks ago. I did get one more. I think I've got like, I'm up to 14 evaluations or whatever, and I've got like four reviews. So, I mean, again, (laughs) for my little podcast, that's okay. But come on, guys. It's not going to kill you. I swear. So anyway, that's all I've got for now. I'll see you next time.